Baltimore Stall Bomber. I'm here with Jesse Schnavelin, and today we are interviewing Walton alum Evan Payne. He is an account executive and producer for Intercut Productions. So hello, Evan. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, awesome. We're excited too. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. Uh, we usually just start out, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so, uh, hello, I'm Evan Payne. <laughs> we'll give the full spiel. Like uh, Summer said, I'm an account executive for Intercut Productions. We're based in Bentonville, Arkansas, um, servicing a lot of the vendor community, Walmart, Tyson, and uh, J.B. Hunt, um, as well as all the people that want to be in Walmart and want, like, that has really big drive to be in there and how do you do it? Um, and we help them create content to get in there. And beyond that, um, before I joined Intercut, I, um, obviously, I'm a U of A alum, mm -hmm. Woo Pig. Um, <laughs> And I just love Northwest Arkansas. It's a beautiful place to be. I grew up in Russellville. I went and lived in Arizona for a while in the middle of the Mojave. Okay. And then I lived in LA and then I came here and I went back to LA <laughs> and I came back here. And Bentonville just feels like home. Or NWA as a whole just feels like home now. It's beautiful. It That's awesome. It's yeah. awesome. Um, so with Intercut Productions, you have a really, I think a really cool part of your job and that's the fact that you're also a producer. Mm -hmm. uh, so can you tell us about being a producer and also like what you produce, the show you work mm -hmm. on? And yeah. Um, so one of our main properties that we have uh, is Northwest Arkansas Alive. It's a local TV show that talks about the people, places, and events that make this place so amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, especially for me as a person who's gone out and come back and out and back. And I've, now I'm starting to set deep roots here because I, I just love the area so much. It's amazing to see all the people in the area and all the businesses in the area that are helping build a really amazing community. Mm -hmm. I like to say this is Austin before Austin was Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard someone say that before. <laughs> and it, it's so cool because it, it's such an amazing emergence of culture here. Right. Um, and the show really sets out to show people this isn't what you think Arkansas is. Mm -hmm. Th this mm -hmm. is Northwest Arkansas. This is something different. This is amazing and so much art and business. Mm -hmm. Uh, and art and business like, colliding too, especially <laughs> yeah. in Bentonville. It's beautiful. And we're using it as a springboard to show people move here. Can you give an example of an episode? Because I've seen uh, NWA Live and. Do you call it NWA Live or uh, Northwest Arkansas Northwest Live? Northwest Arkansas Live, NWA okay. Live, okay. Live. Either one? Yes. Okay. Um, so I've seen an episode and it looks like they have like different themes. So can you walk us through like what, like, what does one episode do? So we started off with each episode having five pieces. This is when we started season one, just over a year ago now. The show originally started with having five segments, which would be business, art, dining, sports and outdoors, and a home tour. And that's mm. the first time I ever got all those right on the first try. <laughs> I always had to sit in the Wow, class, interesting. Um, even after a year. Um, and it always, we always traveled to unique places. That's mm. the, our key thing. We want to discover unique people. We don't, you might start a franchise here. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's a great start for business. But we're looking for people who do it differently. Okay. And how you've like kind of created your own here. Uh, especially in those entrepreneurial segments or in the dining segments. Right. Um, it's really key. And from there, we grew into more of an experience show. It always was an experience before, but we were consolidating down to three and a half minutes per segment, which is a, not a lot of time <laughs> to try and tell someone's story. So we, season two, we kind of went into more of like a discovery phase, if you will. So we could explore more in long form, like six minute pieces, seven minute pieces, mm -hmm. uh, nine minute pieces, what it means to be in Northwest Arkansas. Um, and we kind of toyed with that in season one originally when we, we came out of the gate and did this amazing piece of John L. Hunt um, oh, cool. about the development in the area and how uh, the Hunt family has really taken charge and helped develop a lot of the area, sure. much like the Tysons and the Waltons have. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was amazing to see her, her story and how the Hunts have really crafted this into an amazing right. place. And we brought so much into the area. 
especially with the amp. The amp was amazing. Mm-hmm. I remember when I moved here, the amp was just the little parking lot concert thing mm-hmm. at the Northwest Arkansas Mall in Fayetteville, and now I just went and saw G-Eazy there. <laughs> I saw Kesha there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's really grown. It's amazing to see that. Uh, and that's really what the show sets out to do, is, is highlight those people that are setting the area up for success and making this a really amazing place to live. Awesome. And wow. now we're moving into more branded content um, and trying just to keep going at the entrepreneurial side. People love entrepreneurial stuff, mm-hmm. yes, especially in Bentonville. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's huge in Bentonville mm-hmm. right now. And the stat I think right now is in Fayetteville last year, in 2017, there's one and a half new businesses every day. Mm-hmm. There's an amazing entrepreneurial culture. Mm-hmm. So, oh, go ahead. <laughs> um, I want to know, like, what is your favorite or some of your favorite um, like episodes that you guys have done? So I don't really have a favorite episode per se. I have favorite segments. Okay. okay. So I always love home segments. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just it's unique to or it's crazy to see inside some of these homes. Yeah. We go into like four and five million dollar homes that are actually valued at like thirteen, but that's yeah. a different story. <laughs> um, that are just crazy nineteen thousand square feet mm-hmm. homes with handmade um, fireplaces in France that are shipped here, and then nine of them and nine wow. chandeliers made of pure crystal that were <laughs> hand done in France. <laughs> And like, it's crazy to uh, see this like really amazing lavish lifestyle that people mm-hmm. can live in Northwest Arkansas if you're up in that that the echelon. Right. But it's amazing to see that that it's not what you think it is when you go to Pinnacle. Pinnacles, you have amazing homes that are like, whoa, it's like MTV <laughs> Cribs in here. <laughs> uh, and then going into the restaurants too, which is, I use as a reason to get amazing lunch. But it's amazing to see like. The one of our sponsors, Komodo, uh, they're in Rogers in the uh, Village on the Creeks area, where Mellow Mushroom used to be. Okay. Oh. They're a, like an American Asian fusion restaurant, and they're doing it differently. It's not just oh, we're gonna make we're gonna do a Chinese restaurant. They sent the chef to Shanghai for four years or so, uh, about that time, right. <laughs> something like that, to study Chinese culture and study the food, and then come back here and then make it their own, make mm. their own American Chinese fusion in Northwest Arkansas, make this amazing wow. restaurant. That's so cool. It, it's so cool to see all these different stories of people who, they just do it different. And I, that's something I always, I always stuck with too, is like, I'm, I'm not like the nine to five guy, I'm <laughs> yeah. not the corporate guy, and I don't really like the whole normalcy of it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it different. Yeah. That's, and that's what we always set up to do. What is uh what does it mean to be a producer in a show like this? Like what what, do you, what does that mean exactly? It's like a day in the life. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, a day <laughs> for those of us who don't know really like a what day in the life. If you're do. a producer, you drink an obscene amount of coffee, <laughs> um, and you're behind. The, I'm always behind the scenes. I'm never on camera unless we need like an extra. Right. To, like fill in like look at we're filling the space. Okay. <laughs> but I'm always behind the camera and more of the, like the shot caller. Mm. Um, where I'm always looking at my camera guys, looking at audio, making sure everything's bouncing out right. I do a lot of pre-production for the stories as well. So it means kind of just how we did it for the podcast too. Yeah. <laughs> um, going out and seeing people, talking to people. I really just talk a lot. That's what I do. I go out and I talk to people and I see what their story is. I see, okay, here's your story and here's our idea. Let's see how we can combine those two things and mm-hmm. make a segment that can really showcase what you do how you've impacted the area and how the area's impacted you. And I do just do all that, that, that forethought and I bring the story to life and I have my team execute on it. Hmm. And then I, on set, I just, I watch and I have my fingers crossed. <laughs> and we're gonna do this, we're gonna get another amazing segment, which for my guys who I love dearly, they always get they always get it right. right. And I love them so much for it. And then when I, we come back to the, the office, we go back to the editing bay. I don't say I watch over their shoulder, but I check in on them <laughs> and I watch to see how we're developing and what we can do. 
usually we have to do pickups or whatever to make it look prettier. Right. Um, for all the aesthetic reasons yeah. with my OCD. But <laughs> I always just make sure we execute on vision and make sure right. we bring that to reality. So we, in a way you're like in charge of the vision and like leading mm -hmm. people into Ooh, executing that's cool. it. I yeah. like that's really interesting. In charge of the vision. Well, <laughs> yeah. One of the things that we're talking about on this season is this idea of like leadership. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that it can be interpreted in a lot of different ways, and we've heard a lot of different interpretations. But um, before we ask you any more questions, I'm just kind of interested, like, what can you define leadership, and like, what, what do you feel like leadership means to you? That's a really hard question. It is, oh right? my goodness! Surprise! I wish somebody should like <laughs> should send me questions beforehand. <laughs> leadership, I think, to me, takes a lot of different roles. Mm -hmm. It's not always your how you always imagine corporate life being. It's not always top down. Um, I still consider a lot of the people I work with, who I'm technically their leader and I, or their supervisor, I, I still consider them leaders to mm -hmm. me too as well. I think it can go both ways. Right. Um, to me, leadership is really just being able to take charge, control a situation, and be able to manage people well to try and bring vision, for me, to bring vision, visions to life. And leadership, uh, to me, it's never, it's never set in stone, this is what leadership is. Right. There's always some different way to interpret it. And I, I find like a big joy in that every day too, because leadership is always changing on set of how this looks. I'm trying to stop my ums too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I just think it's interesting what you just said about how like everyone can sort of participate in mm -hmm. that, and then your team is also a leader on some mm -hmm. days. But I think that's really interesting too for someone who's trying to execute a vision, you know, mm -hmm. because it takes so many other people to do something that. You, you've set out to do. Mm -hmm. So I just think that's a really interesting uh, method. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I remember when we when we met um, before the podcast to just kind of talk and see what mm -hmm. your story was, uh, that day when we met, you said that beforehand, you always take your team to get their flu shots. Like, <laughs> yes, that's a big part of being a leader. <laughs> well, I just thought that was... That's hilarious. I thought it was kind of adorable, honestly. <laughs> but also, I think that's such like a... I don't know, like a nice um, indication of a leader, right? Mm -hmm. Like right. you care about everyone in your team mm -hmm. so much so that you're like, hey, don't get the flu. <laughs> you know, I, I, I Googled Northwest Arkansas area flu shot. And I saw, I was like, I was like, where can everybody go get their flu shot? Like, I know you live in Springdale, you live in Sulphur Springs, I'm in Bentonville. I'm gonna find everybody their flu shot clinic because oh I don't have time for yeah. it. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. And for us, too, uh, at Intercut, we take leadership a little differently, too, because we always consider ourselves a family. Um, yeah. It's kind of like our chosen family. You're in our bio even says hashtag family, not family. <laughs> um, these are the people that we've chosen to be in our life and be with us and support our vision and help support their vision and dreams as well. Mm -hmm. So a big part of that is it's not even being a leader. It's being more of family-oriented right. uh, and wanting to make sure I always set up my team to succeed. Mm -hmm. um, that's a big part of leadership uh, as well. But especially with us, we're... A small team of five and we are rapidly growing um, which is beautiful but it's so important to make sure I'm not just giving like orders or giving uh, charges or here's what we need to do it's also taking a step back to reflect how am I how am I impacting you how can mm -hmm. I help you succeed beyond getting what we need to do done right sure we need to get a B and C done but outside of that you have a life too and I need to make sure that your life is balanced I need to make sure you're able to come to work happy because mm -hmm. when you come to work happy I'll come to work happy right if you come to work in a bad attitude <laughs> chances are <laughs> I will too yeah um, but it's important to make sure it's not just getting our work done right it's make sure I'm involved in your life as a leader to make sure everyone's happy yeah 
And how, um, how long has Intercut Productions been a company? How old is it, I guess? So Intercut Productions started in 2012 with my boss, Zach. Okay. Uh, he went to JBU uh, and started Intercut in his dorm room. It was, oh, wow. it was an entrepreneurial thing that he just wow. loved, and he started doing weddings, which weddings are crazy. Um, <laughs> and he started there, and after a semester, he's like, you know what? I don't have time for school. I don't have time for it. It's not saying school's bad. Mm-hmm. Can finish your education, please. <laughs> but he's like, I just, this is what I'm set up to do. I'm set up to start this business and start to grow this and build roots here in Northwest Arkansas. And he started Intercut in 2012 in Silent Springs in a little dorm room and grew wow. it from there. I actually met Zach at the Spring Creek Festival, which is a, the film festival I used to run. Hmm. Uh, I was the, the director and chief creative officer for that as well. Hmm. And we were all about connecting students to opportunities, connecting student artists to either college or to connecting them to careers. Hmm. And obviously if you're in college, then I'll connect you to a career instead of to another college. Right. <laughs> but we, we set out to do that. And I found Zach on Instagram. And I was like, we need, to, we need you to come lead video because like, you have like the best attitude about like, we're making movies for a living. It's not that bad, <laughs> you know? Um, so we're like, you come work the video pathway. Come help connect students who want to be in video to colleges or to mm-hmm. careers. That's how I met Zach, who's now my best friend. I love him to death. Oh, that's awesome. I know. And, and, and again, it's like, we're a yeah. family. I, yeah, yeah. I, I can't go to work, Max. I'm working with my best friend. I work yeah. with my friends. Like, it's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So you you just mentioned like you helped run. Can you t- tell me the name of the festival? Spring, Spring Creek Festival. Okay. It is now known as Ozark Media Arts Festival, and I just came here from there. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah, you were talking about that before we started recording. I'm just interested, like, what it seems like you're very passionate about the arts, but also mm-hmm. like about uh, connecting people mm-hmm. specifically to their passion or to to their area of interest. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, like, where did that come from, and and what are, what do you do there? I can't really pin down where the like where I really found the love for it. I, and I guess one place I could start would be uh, my mentor, Trent Jones. Uh, I went to school in Har- uh, at Harbor in Springdale. Mm-hmm. I had him as my TV teacher, because I said, I said that on my counselor when I moved here, and she's like, well, you could take med or TV. I'm like, well, <laughs> TV sounds a lot more fun than intro to med, so mm-hmm. let's do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never really thought I'd be where I was today. Then I was like, we'll take TV, we'll get through high school, we'll move back to LA, we'll do the agency thing, right. whatever. And Trent took me under his wing, and it was amazing. He's like, so much energy, so much energy. <laughs> um, but I graduated high school, thankfully. <laughs> With like a five or something, because like those AP classes are great, apparently. Yeah. And I came to the U of A, one of my teachers encouraged me to go into marketing, and I found a love for marketing mm. from her. Uh, and I came here because, like, in-state tuition, I could sit with my parents. Right. <laughs> makes right. it all the all much easier. <laughs> yeah. And my second day of college, like, you need to come work for me. Or Trent called me. And I, I went back to Springdale Schools. I worked in Springdale Schools as the assistant media director. But you did I, that I, while you were working on a marketing degree? Mm-hmm. I, okay. was, I was working on my marketing and economics degrees here at the U of A full-time. And I had a part-time job at Springdale Schools uh, controlling media for 30 one, 31 different schools. Oh, wow. Wow. It is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and how crazy. old were you? How old are you when you were 18, 19? 18, 19. Oh, my gosh. 18, wow. 18, it's 19. impressive. Yeah. That's really cool, yeah. And uh, Trent took me under his wing, and we started this, the Spring Creek Festival together, which is now OMAF. We now call it OMAF. It's great. <laughs> and I found Zach, and we did Spring Creek together. We were on this festival about connecting people together. And I just found a love of doing that, I guess, because mm-hmm. I always had my friends, I always had my, my mentor, I always had my best friend, I always had people that are close to my life, 
supporting what we're doing. And it's hard to not like what you're doing when you have everybody you love mm-hmm. in your life with you, um, <laughs> trying to execute that vision when you're all on the same page. And it's great. And then I graduated, Yay. again, thankfully. <laughs> uh, I graduated from the U of A in 2017. And I was like, okay, we're going to go to the agency life. We're, I was that we're going we're to go to agency. We're going to go to Chicago to add row. What does that mean? What, is, what do you mean go to agency? Um, working in like Saatchi. Saatchi and Saatchi oh, okay, or okay. Omelette or so like a Wolfgang. Agency. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're using lingo here. And I'm yeah. like, I don't understand it, what this means. <laughs> so it, well, in, in our world, we're, Intercut is not an agency. We're, we're just a production company that okay. can service anyone. Okay. At no point are we truly like an agency marketing, a marketing company. Marketing agency. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We, okay. we work with a ton of agencies in the area okay. that are amazing. I love working with them so much, but I also couldn't pass up working where I am now. Yeah, <laughs> I graduated and I was going to go agency side. I was going to mm-hmm. go to LA or New York or Chicago or somewhere big. And I was going to do it. I was going to do it big. Because <laughs> when I do something, I, I do it big. Yeah. And I was like, we're going to go there. And I, I graduated and I sat down with Zach because we were roommates. And he's like, well, you can't leave me. You can't leave me. I was like, you're right, I can't. He's like, so you're going to come work for me. We're going to do this. We're going to grow Intercut. And I hopped on May 2017, the day after I graduated. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> and I just set out to do that. And now we're we're going Intercut really well. I mean, you only gra- you, you're a very recent graduate. Yeah. Yes, 2017. Uh, uh, just and, over a year now. Yeah, wow. and you're working with this TV series that, I mean, has been nominated, right? Yes, for, we, we were nominated for two, two Emmys. Emmys. Two Emmys, that's a big Emmy deal. We graduated last year. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yes, it, it's so exciting, uh, and especially, I have to always give thanks to my team. It's not just me, because it, right. it's not a one-man band. <laughs> my team is amazing, and I'm hoping they'll listen to this, because they'll be like, we need to hear what you said. And so <laughs> I, I love you guys so much, thank you. <laughs> so cool. But it's been a crazy year. I never right. thought my life would be that fast-paced in a year of going to this world I'm in, and right. working in TV and production. It's much, much faster paced than the corporate world is. Yeah. We, we make decisions like this, yeah. whereas corporate world can kind of be a little loftier. Yes, for sure. <laughs> but we're growing Intercut really well. We're actually starting on a new venture now, which actually started two years ago. We're opening a production studio here as well. Oh. So it's separate from Intercut. Intercut is your full service production will come to you, will do whatever okay. your vision is. This is, a, or I guess technically it's a soundstage, is what we call it. Right. Um, it's a 17,000 square foot facility dedicated to bringing arts to the area. We want, we want to bring a little bit of that Hollywood vibe, that Atlanta vibe, the yeah. Shreveport vibe. Bring the bring film and entertainment here. Right. And we need more infrastructure. We have amazing infrastructure in place already mm-hmm. here in Fayetteville yeah, with places like Rock Hill. Rock right. Hill is an amazing facility. And we want to help start being more of a catalyst as well and help grow that, that field. Mm-hmm. Or grow the industry, rather. So we're opening a set, approximately 17,000 square foot space to do that. Where at in Bittenfeld? So we're in uh, the studio will be in Hiawassee. It's called Farm Studios. Oh, okay. Uh, we're we're doing all the rebranding right now, or all the branding. Yeah. There is no rebranding. We're doing all the branding now. Uh, we're doing the branding now. We're in Hiawassee, which sounds like it might be a little far from places. It's not. I okay. promise anybody, it is not far. It is ten minutes from downtown Bentonville. Oh, okay. Ten minutes wow. west. You just get on the new bypass, shoot right down there, right, first right. exit. You're ready to make a movie. That's awesome. <laughs> so cool. I, easy as that. Yeah, like I'm just uh, I, I'm gonna get you to break down some of these things just because mm-hmm. I'm not that familiar with production lingo. Yeah. Like, so if you're bringing a production f- facility, well, well, what does that mean for Northwest Arkansas? So that means that people can come and make 
movies here or so regardless you can always make movies on set right you always can just get a location if you're gonna shoot in a house in a bedroom right. you can find a house with the, like, the true prettiest detective. bedroom right. exactly right. Like, true right. detective right and I actually I actually don't know a lot about the, the set for that but in general yeah you could always just come in we have uh, film incentives with the state that you could uh, take advantage of mm -hmm. you can come in shoot films here it doesn't really matter where you go because you could shoot on location right. which is beautiful I love shooting on location right. But there's so much stuff that you can do with a soundstage. Mm -hmm. this is a, a, the shooting space itself is about 10,000 square feet of just open black space. Mm -hmm. And it's just a space where you can build what you want. We have a 3,000 square foot workshop where you can build Ooh, any set you yeah, want. Yeah, that's amazing. You want to build the perfect bedroom? Build the perfect bedroom. <laughs> you want to shoot a, like, a, like a beautiful like Bon Appetit or Taste Made or mm -hmm. Tasty video series that you see on Facebook all the time for cooking? Yeah, yeah. I, love I love Tasty. Let, let's, <laughs> let's build a set. Let's build a set and do it right and okay. not be confined by whatever kitchen we could find. Right. Let's build something to make it personalized. Wow. And it really brings a new a new element to production. Uh, not, not just our stage, Rock Hill as well. It brings a new element to production mm -hmm. to where you can really execute on things that you couldn't before. Right. We can build it to suit whatever you need. And then we can store it, perfect, like, beautiful lighting, and we can just fake daytime or nighttime or whatever you want. It's, yeah. it's TV. We make magic happen. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's so it's just like, a, it, in a way, it's kind of a big magic shop. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you should call it. Yeah, yeah the, the big, big magic, magic shop. <laughs> well, but we call it the farm because there's a great story. I, I think it's great. We have an investor from L.A. He, uh, he owns Kickstart uh, Entertainment. Not to be confused with Kickstarter. Kickstarter yeah. Kickstart Entertainment. <laughs> uh, and he's this L.A. guy. He lives in some lovely little suburb of L.A. Right. living the, the amazing <laughs> life. And he always goes around town saying, you know, I bought a farm. I bought a farm. There's cows. And it's true. There are cows. There are our cows. Right. But there's cows adjacent around. to the property. Yeah. And we're like, I think that's the name of it. Like, you've... <laughs> Just because you've started pitching it so much as the farm, I think it's it's Farm Studios now. That's amazing. And we're really playing into it. Um, and the, the the branding is fantastic. Oh my god, <clears throat> it's beautiful. Um, being able to pull in those natural those Arkansas natural state elements into yeah. into the, the facility, while still getting that hint of like clean, crisp LA mm -hmm. modern vibe. Very cool. Uh, it's really That's beautiful. Awesome. That's awesome. It's beautiful. I wanted to. So you graduated. First of all, last year somehow, it's not so much. Uh, but you graduated with marketing and economics, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. Major minor, yeah. Okay, cool. That's actually exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but I think um, a lot of students, and even like me, you have like midway through your senior year, or even going into it, you have like a little panic attack. You're oh like, yeah. Oh no! Like maybe I don't want to work in some like corporate office like nine to five every day I think that's mm -hmm. at least after I had an internship that's sort of the revelation I had. <laughs> um. yes uh, I I understand that 100% I had the small panic my senior I was like well I know like my family's always been in corporate world so I was like I could do corporate I've seen the life I lived the life of being in corporate it's not bad it, it perfectly fits most people it's yeah. fine um, but it gets back to that I wanted to do it differently I'm like Working at Kimberly Clark is great for, for some, but I'm like, it's not doing it my way. It's not doing it differently. Right. I'll go back to the office, I'll have my cubicle or whatever modern thing we're gonna do for workspace now. <laughs> That's a rant I can get on. Yeah, I was like, it sounds like there's something there. There's some sass in there. <laughs> I was like, I wanna do it differently. Right. I, and I know there's tons of opportunities in Northwest Arkansas. 
mm-hmm. the world's largest retailer, the world's largest trucking company, mm-hmm. the world's largest food producer. All my friends work at Tyson. Like, and they love <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. But I was like, it has to be different. Mm-hmm. It has to be different. And it's beautiful because now I can wake up at 9, I can have my coffee, I roll in the office at like 10.30. <laughs> Some days my team doesn't see me, and I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but it's just being able to work on my schedule and be mm-hmm. flexible because, you know, life happens. And sometimes right. corporate life can't really adjust to life happening. Right. I, I was like, no, I was just going to ramble about this uh, whole idea of, like, flex scheduling. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something my husband talks about all the time, about this idea of not working from 8 to 5 and how, like, most of the 40-hour work we can be done in 30 hours. Mm-hmm. Even and so, less. <laughs> even less, yeah. No, but one of, one of the things I think is so interesting that I think, I don't know, it, maybe there's a cultural shift we can only hope knock on wood um but there's like maybe a shift where you're hearing about um these newer more modern companies who are Mm -hmm. doing the work week differently and doing the workspace differently Mm -hmm. um which i think is really interesting and very appealing very appealing it's a big part of startup culture right right because my brother also works for a startup and it's sort of it's the same thing it's like you go to work when you need to, but like you don't mm-hmm. always have to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also like for Zach and I, a lot of our work because we're not we're not editors. We don't we don't sit behind a computer and right. we, don't, we don't edit the stories together. And a lot of work can be done remotely. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So a lot of time you can find us at the coffee shops in Bentley. You can find us at Onyx or the Holler right. or in the evening at Bike Rack. Right. Besides the so evening. Cool. Yeah, I love that place. <laughs> and it's a big part of our culture is that when your work's done, your work's done. Right. If you're done at three. Go hang with your girlfriend. Go hang out and go go biking. I'm right. a big proponent of biking. Yes. I am a Bentonville boy now. How much <laughs> I'm a Bentonville boy. Wait, you just said I'm a Bentonville boy now. I am. But I'm is a that real the bi- Is that boy. like the bike? If you yes. if you hashtag because Bentonville, y'all. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> the, your biking question. How much yeah, do I bike a day? Yeah. Bike My biking has declined right now. Oh, I was. No. I just had a pure busyness. Um, and out of weather, I'm still a very warm. I have to be warm. Me too. I, I have like I live in the Mojave. I was 120. <laughs> I have to be warm. Uh, so right now it's a little, it's a little too cold. But I, I always try to at least get 50 miles in a week. Uh, Did you say 50 or 15? 50, 50, 50, 50. which is actually not that big of a feat. I, it's just a nice way to like get out and clear your head, and it's beautiful too. Yeah, it's yeah. a new way to see Arkansas. Yeah, it's uh, very very pretty. We Zach and I actually did. We have Monday ride days, which we shifted to a Saturday because Monday through Friday did not work. So, <laughs> uh, but we we went on to the Greenway from Bentonville to Fayetteville. Beautiful way to see Northwest Arkansas. Oh, that's amazing. So to be completely off topic of leadership, bike the Greenway. One hundred percent bike the Greenway. It's beautiful. You see Northwest Arkansas like never before. Oh, it's so. Pretty. Did you have to like? Okay, so if one were to want to become a Bentonville boy, <laughs> like Just did you? Want to be a boy. So no, how, like how, how did you, you work up to that? Because that how do you acclimate into the culture <laughs> yeah. of being the Bentonville boy? Yeah, yeah. Explain that. People have actually called us the boy band. Oh um, my god, I love there, it. There's like three or four of us that you always see us together in Bentonville and. The people from the Bentonville Film Festival were like, oh, it's the boy band. The boy band's back in town. Like, yep. I love it. You're right. We are. We are back in town. To be a Bentonville boy, here's the checklist. 
You have to drink Topo Chico, which is the best <laughs> mineral water. Oh my okay. gosh, I just this And is you so have funny. to go to the hauler. <laughs> That's about it. And ride a bike. Uh, I just went to, uh, I just got back from Austin City Limits, and the only thing people were drinking there was either like alcohol or Topo Chico. Everyone. It's it's the life to live. Yeah. It's, it it was, is. You know, it was like $12 there, but everyone was like, oh, we have to have it. Like, <laughs> I, I paid two seventy five for my Topo Chico. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Bentonville boy band. Okay, so yes. drink drink Tobo Chico. What did you say? You have, to, you have to drink mineral water. Mineral water. Hang out the holler like it's your living room. Okay. okay. And then Shut also... down the holler like it's your living room. <laughs> which we accidentally did last night. <laughs> no. And then ride a bike, right? And then ride a bike. Okay. And also you have to go to the rope swing restaurants. You have to go oh, to the right, rope swing right, restaurants right. and know when the seasonal menu changes. You have to be in on the seasonal menu. Oh, wow. What else is rope swing besides the holler? I can't remember. The, so the, the new... Sun. So they have the Preacher Sun. Preacher under, Sun. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. The Preacher okay. Sun. Uh, Undercroft the bar under Preacher Sun. Yeah. Been there. Press room. Okay. The holler. The record event space in downtown. Oh, okay. And Louise at Thayden Field at yeah, the yeah. Bentonville Municipal Airport. Okay. Which is an amazing one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'd just check it out. There. Yeah. He told me all about it. He said it was really nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and those are the four things you need to know about being a Bentonville boy. <laughs> this is actually just a big podcast on how to be a Bentonville boy. Yes. <laughs> But I will say too, living in Bentonville now, I, I went to school in spring and I went to college here in Fayetteville. Right. And now I've I've kind of gone into my, my grown up phase yeah. in Bentonville. And it's an amazing culture to be in, not only out of just resources in the area, mm-hmm. just it's amazing to see the entrepreneurial culture. Mm-hmm. And it's a real, like you can feel it. Like right. if you're in the downtown bubble like we are, you can feel the energy and like the need to like keep pushing. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing because now you're in on everything too. You're like, oh, I know that building. <laughs> it might be vacant now, but just wait in four months. <laughs> guess what it's going to be? <laughs> and it's really cool to see the entrepreneurial culture spirit take place and yeah. be a part of like our everyday life. Yeah. Everybody's always hustling. We're always trying to go for the next thing and make it bigger yeah. and better. And not out of personal reasons too, just the community needs something different. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people in Bentonville have really done that. Mm-hmm. We have places like the Meteor in downtown. Mm-hmm. We have an amazing music venue. Mm-hmm. We have Haxon Studios in downtown, which is an amazing sound recording mm-hmm. uh, space. And I love Neil, an amazing entrepreneur. There's so many amazing people in downtown that are crafting right. their own in, in Bentonville. Doing it differently. Doing it differently, yeah, and you can feel it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, there, you know, I think the startup culture in in Northwest Arkansas in general is pretty huge and booming, and you can feel that in Fayetteville too. And actually, one of the ways that Evan and I met was at the startup crawl. Yes. Right. Yes. So, uh, were you there like scouting new stories to tell, or is that like, do you do that so when you come we, places? We, we did. Uh, well, we're always on the look for new stories. So yeah. if you have a story, <laughs> you can email us uh, or just hit us up on Instagram at NWA Live. Okay. But if you have a story, let us know. <laughs> but no, we went to Startup, Col- uh, startup Culture. Oh my God. We went to Startup <laughs> Crawl um, 2017. Okay. Uh, and we did a piece on it for the show, which is kind of oh, to, cool. to okay. show, like, this is an amazing event. Mm-hmm. We're great friends with the people over at Startup Junkie with oh, nice. Michael Eisman. Yeah, they yeah do, they we do, do a, the podcast with yeah, them. They, they, do an, they do amazing work, and they're an amazing resource to yeah, people they're in the really area. Yeah, they're really great. And we, we set out, and we did a, a piece about the, the crawl, and we partook in the crawl that time as well. <laughs> and then we came to it this year, and we're like, let's, let's just do the crawl. Let's just yeah. do the Startup <laughs> Crawl. Uh, let's just do the Startup Crawl, and let's 
let's see what's happening. Yeah. Let's see what's happening. And we always set out to find stories there too. We always find them really cool people. That's how yeah. I met you, and that's how we're yeah. here. <laughs> Connection. But it's always just it's fun to see other people succeed too. Yeah. It's fun to see the culture here of everybody supporting everybody. Right, right. And to see and just to learn. Like I went over to Matova and I learned mm-hmm. I finally learned what Matova does. And it's so amazing. <laughs> yeah, I got some sweet sunglasses from them. Mm-hmm. I'm not wearing them, but and yeah. it just it's really cool to see and learn <clears throat> the about the culture here and see the people making it their own right, and right. So it's a fun way to do it too because there's beer so <laughs> yeah lots of beer yeah i actually won this sweet little 3d bowl Ooh. yeah from was the start printed? Crawl. Like, for, it was 3d printed for everybody that can't see because it's an audio podcast <laughs> yeah. it's a beautiful cyan bowl it has some ridges yeah it's very uh it's from more technologies so it reminds they were there 3D printing. It reminds me of my trip to Gulf Shores with my family as a child. Oh. It reminds me of like beach vacations. It's very pretty. Very seashell ass. Yes. You can, you can, you can tell you you're a good marketer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that. I'm just selling that 3D printed bowl to and us. And if you need one, you can come to WCOB 118. <laughs> no, you can't it's have mine. It's <laughs> Oh my gosh. You do a lot of cool stuff. I just think it's so interesting to have so much like TV stuff happening in Northwest Arkansas, which mm-hmm. is really fascinating. Um, I'm assuming you know like a lot of famous people now. I do. I do. <laughs> I've met, I've met a, a large number of people. Uh, would you like a laundry list? Yeah, yes. let's hear some. Okay. Let's hear a laundry list. So uh, Gina Davis, who you might know from A League of Their Own yes, and yes. Thelma and Louise. Yes. Oh. And now the Bentonville Film Festival. And the Bentonville Film Festival, yeah. sharing the Gina Davis Institute of Gender and Media Studies. Love it. Uh, which is an amazing mission. If you see it, you can be it, encouraging girls uh, to mm-hmm. to step into the industry, and you can do anything. It's an amazing mission, and I love the institute and what they do. And the BFF, they have an amazing mission hmm. uh, to support diversity and inclusion in the arts. Yeah, yeah. And in general, diversity yeah. and inclusion, period. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's amazing. awesome. Awesome. Uh, but Gina, who's a lovely sweetheart, and I accidentally stepped in her Birkin three times. Oh, no. We will mention the story of me stepping in the Birkin three times <laughs> in that poor bag. But then uh, from the festival, we've also met um, Terry Crews, the, oh, the yeah. gentleman from the Old Spice commercials. Yeah, I love him, yeah. Uh, I am from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes, yeah. I, I don't watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So. <laughs> You should. Uh, John Voight, Angelina Jolie's dad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Dern from Nebraska and other films, which I am blanking on at the moment, but a lovely (laughs) gentleman who always rocks the Uggs on the red carpet. What? Full suit, Uggs. That's hilarious. Uh, Constance Wu from Crazy Rich Asians. I love her. She's amazing. Uh, Uh, Who else? We did an amazing story piece, or branded content piece, rather, with a, I'm not sure what I can say about it, but it's a U.S. gymnast from the okay. gymnastic team. Okay. Okay. She was lovely. Uh, we've done we've done work with Reed Drummond from the Pioneer Woman. Yeah. Yeah. For a lot oh, of cool. different things. Yeah. Some related, some unrelated. Do you have like, uh, do you do this thing now? And I've noticed that this happens to some people, but like now that you're a producer, do you overly analyze or you're like very analytical now when you watch television and movies? And has it ruined the experience for you? Yes, it has. <laughs> or like, yeah, okay, I thought so. It yeah. is. It's a blessing and a curse. Right, right. Because uh, you're just like looking at yeah. it like, what are they doing? Or like, what's happening here? Yeah. Well, like, I, I went and I watched um, Bad Times at the El Royale the other day. Yeah, oh, okay. Which was it? an amazing movie. Okay. And my summary is, uh, the story needed to be developed less or developed more. Okay. I think it needed more time to tell a story all the way. It was an amazing movie. But 
as a producer, when you sit and you watch movies, you're watching, oh, that's how, that, they should have done it this way instead. Which, yeah. it's sometimes hard to point it out, because you're like, but these people are such good actors, uh, right, or directors, right. or producers, yeah. but like, I would have done that a little differently. <laughs> but it's amazing to study, yeah. too. Uh, each time we watch a movie, each time we watch a series, we always watch really carefully, like, how are you doing this? Mm-hmm. How how can we how can we copy quote unquote? How right. can we copy and draw how, inspiration? How, from. Yes, how can we draw inspiration? <laughs> yes, that's how they say how, that. How I can think. we draw inspiration from what you're doing and kind of blend it with what we're doing and try right. and try and grow from it? There's a lot of series on Netflix that we watch, uh, especially with NWA Alive, that we kind of pull from. We watch the Amazing Homes show. I'm forgetting what it's called. Mm, the world's most amazing or uh, extraordinary home. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. That show was an ama- a great inspiration for season two. Okay. We use that to kind of craft our intro, to, uh, our intro to the show and learn how do you set up these characters? Because right. we have Aaron Peters and Monica Kumar, two very amazing people in our community. How do we set them up so you can see their story before each episode? Because mm-hmm. if you don't know Monica, you don't know her story. Right. So how do we set that up to tell tell that story? And we watch shows like that. I'm watching one right now called Salt, Salt, Fat, Acid, Acid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's so good. And I'm watching that. I'm studying it right now because I'm like, there's so much to learn from how you shot it. It's, it's a very simple production. Right. Mm-hmm. But the way that you, you the way that you shoot, the way that you edit, the way that it's it's marketed, mm-hmm. the messaging, the optics, the right. optics. Yeah. That's one of my favorite buzzwords in the corporate world. When people ask me what that's about, I always say it's, a, it's kind of like the four different elements where mm-hmm. they're just like focusing on like one kind of thing, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's really amazing to see how they shoot that show and then compare it to our show and be like, oh, so we are, we're, we're onto something here. We're, yeah, we're yeah. doing it just like they are. They're on Netflix. But yeah, that's amazing. It's amazing to learn and grow from watching. Right. So being a producer, it's a blessing and a curse when you're ingesting content. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. That's how, yeah, that's how I feel when I read it. So whenever I got my uh, graduate degree in English, it just kind of ruined books. Oh. <laughs> it's like, I can't really read a book now to enjoy it. I'm always yeah. like thinking about all these other things. I mean, I do, I do mm-hmm. enjoy some of it. But then like sometimes, and maybe, I don't know if you do this in movies, but it's like, sometimes you just read like complete and total literary crap just so you cannot analyze it. And do you mm-hmm. do that? I do. <laughs> uh, my friend Constance and I go, we try. We, we haven't done this recently, but we always go to the Springdale Movie Theater because uh-huh. you can get cheap tickets. There. Yeah. Like Monday night is like $5. <laughs> so I don't feel bad about it. And we'll go see... We, we do an eeny, meeny, money mo system. We just kind of point and choose. That's awesome. And whatever is available is available when we go. Yeah. And I always make sure it's a Monday because nobody's there because mm-hmm. if it's a bad movie... I do talk in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm respectful on that Thursday through Saturday crowd yeah. when we are all in this together. Uh, but the empty theater experience of me watching a bad movie is amazing, <laughs> especially like horror films. I'm like, yeah. oh my goodness, that's awesome. Oh my goodness, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk some some some. I, I can't say the word. Just it's like some mad trash. Yes, yeah, some mad trash. I'm trying to find a non-swear word. Yes, yeah, some mad trash about the movie. About the movie. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's great. Okay, I think we're going to ask our last question now. Sweet. Okay, so we always end with this. Um, can you tell us about a few leaders in your life who have inspired you? Um, okay. Yeah. Famous or non-famous? <laughs> yeah. Anybody in my anyone, life that has inspired anyone me? Anyone that's inspired you. So I just I always have to give tr- uh, credit to Trent Jones from Springfield Public Schools, who has been my, my life coach, and I text weekly about, awesome. even it's just checking in, but... It's amazing to have someone local that you can really trust and mm-hmm. and help guide you because as you get older, you get wiser. And Trent is a very wise man. <laughs> he's very wise. And he's not that old, actually. He's just very wise. It's, it's the English major thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. He's an, right. he an English major. 
Uh, my my English teacher in high school, Katie Moore, who is in Bentonville Public Schools. Public school is really the foundation of my mentorship, really. That's awesome. Um, and Katie was an amazing mentor. She was the SVP of, of marketing for GE Consumer Finance. Mm-hmm and said, you know what, I like teaching kids a lot better than I like this corporate thing, <laughs> and gave up her lovely SVP position and wow. came and taught AP English. That's amazing. That's so cool. And <laughs> she was an amazing mentor, and she's actually how I got into marketing. She pushed me in. She's like, you're going to love it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right. I do love it. <laughs> but outside that, I, I follow a lot of influencers on, on social media. I love Casey Neistat. Casey is an amazing inspiration, um, and very much in that do it differently, do it my own way. Mm. And if you don't get it, I'm going to show you. Yeah. I want to show you how we do it. Huh. And outside of that, Chris Jenner. Oh. Chris Jenner. Um, I do love the Kardashians, but Chris Jenner is also an amazing person to watch. I don't know if I would call her an inspiration, but it's amazing to see how her mind works. Right. And amazing to, to process because you can see the business mind work outside of keeping up with the Kardashians. Just right, right. on a business end, seeing how she's interesting. Okay. Seeing, seeing her turn, yeah. uh, see how she she uh, pivots and how she positions mm-hmm. her and the daughters and the family. It's an amazing thing to watch. Right. It's funny. I actually saw a tweet last night that was about her and how it was pretty much saying mm-hmm. that none of her daughters had any real talent, but she <laughs> marketed them mm-hmm. to be like multimillionaires. And it's an amazing wow, thing yeah. to say for marketing. Truly, if you watch the Kardashians or if you actually hate the Kardashians, watch it or yeah. even an episode. It's amazing if you watch season one, episode one, and. We're now on season 15, episode 7. <laughs> if you oh compare, it's an amazing thing to watch and how she's really changed the game for them. Right. It, it's all Chris Jenner in the marketing. The marketing, the messaging changes everything. Interesting. Does and, she have a Does she have a marketing degree? <laughs> Do you no, know like what her I have no idea. Is? I have no idea what the any other educational background at, is. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably from the University of Arkansas. She probably went here. <laughs> but it's just amazing to watch oh, to just awesome. see. To, yeah. You can see people's minds work. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can see what you're doing. I can see the gears turning. Yeah, that's awesome. Gonna have to start watching the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> I always plug them in every conversation. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Evan. It was great to talk to you and learn about the awesome stuff that you're doing here in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, thank you so much. I think I I love coming back to the U of A and it's home. Yeah.